And now the moment we've all been waiting for. I am Nate Riggle, and you are listening to The Way of the Bonfire. Hey, welcome back. Again, Nate Riggle here, and The Way of the Bonfire, really the purpose at its core, the overarching goal, is a place for us to come and pursue the skill of curiosity so that we can have better perspectives and attain more fulfillment and enjoyment in life beyond uh, things like momentary achievements or rewards and successes and that sort of stuff. It's to teach us to be able to stop looking so far past the mark, the, the secrets that are right in front of us. And one of the regular series that I'm going to be doing here is called the forgotten secrets. And some of them are obvious. <laughs> it's not like they're ancient skills or anything for the most part, although I may do a few of those. Um, but yeah, welcome to the forgotten secret of paying attention. I remember starting an apprenticeship of sorts. Gosh, I guess it was, it was over 10 years ago. Uh, I was with someone who later became one of my greatest mentors in my career in business. I was to be a producer at his insurance firm. And that's insurance speak for a salesperson at his agency. He was the top agent, agent slash agency in the, the whole state of Colorado for this carrier for years and years. He, he never missed. Um, and I was ready to get going and start selling something for him and for him to show me the ropes so that I could be as good as he was one day, right? His first words to me were, I'm going to explain a few things to you, but only a little at a time at first. Why? Because you will listen, but then after you've been out there selling for a while, you will listen. I didn't quite get it at first, but I realized later that he was right. I heard the words he'd said, but I had no sense of curiosity or eagerness to know more on what those words meant or why his way works or what will happen out in the field. Then I fell on my face a few times, maybe more than a few times, and I, and I came back to his desk doing sort of the walk of shame and said, okay, I'm ready to listen. And I paid so close attention and was full of questions and ideas and energy. And then he had his best year ever in that agency due to our team effort. And he was able to retire shortly after that because he made, it was his best year ever. And later I learned that what he meant by listen in all caps was paying attention by being engaged, by wanting to peel back the layers of the onion without being forced to. And I think that's a critical element as well. It had to be my idea to, to be engaged on the things he was telling me and to want to be a true understudy instead of just thinking I, I could figure it out. It had to be my decision to want to know more is what I'm saying here. I've found that anytime an area of my life seems to be lacking, it's because I stopped paying attention. I had gotten into a groove of some sort and went on autopilot. 
Paying attention is not a, a passive activity like watching a movie. It requires action and active thought. It requires you to be here in this moment. And I know that's cliche. Everybody's talking about that these days. It requires the desire to understand something more deeply. You go out with anyone who is a seasoned fisherman or a hunter or safari guide, and you will see someone who sees the same water or woodland or grassy plains as you do, but they know what a riffle in the river means versus another similar riffle that looks exactly the same. They can tell you that that was a V from a fish swimming off the bank, or that's where all the food gathers in the, in the water and the fish tend to pack up in those sorts of areas. They are not just looking for animal, like the hunters are not just looking for animals, but they are watching the speed and the direction of the wind, the smells in the air, the sound of the brush. They're looking to see where the grass is maybe laid down or where there are rub marks on a tree. And this is as much true in relationships and work and health and life as it is in these physical arenas. Are you paying attention to your body and your mind? Can you see what your spouse or significant other is trying to tell you beyond the surface conversations? What about your craft? Have you gotten complacent and stopped learning new things or exploring new possibilities? Am I stressing you out? Okay, I feel that. Start with something. It could be just looking out the window for the first time today and saying, what is different? And I know I'm kind of crossing over into mindfulness, which is part and parcel of, of paying attention. What thoughts come to mind? Why are those thoughts coming to your mind? How is that making you feel? What are you going to do about what you see or feel? It could be something as simple as telling yourself, you know, when my kid gets home from school today, I'm not just going to bombard them with a bunch of questions. I'm going to just pay attention to how they feel. Maybe just sit by them for a moment. Go outside and run around with them. See what comes up. This is the beginning of a never-ending exploration and a great adventure, if you can believe it. This practice of paying attention has allowed me to uncover more beauty and healing and excitement and rewarding experiences in my life than maybe anything else. Please realize that scrolling on a phone app is not paying attention in the way that I'm describing it. It's autopilot. This skill is a longer exercise than what you feel when consuming shots of randomness on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or YouTube, etc. I'll admit they can be inspiring. And sometimes they I I'm guilty as charged. I still I'm not like completely immune to getting sucked in. But those sorts of things, anytime you're really scrolling and not read just reading an article or something that's where it's like scrolling to the next thing, next thing, next thing. It's set up in a way that's spiritual roulette. And in my experience, the house usually wins <laughs> when you're gambling like that. The internet is great. But when you're there, pay attention to what you are wandering or like around on. 
like whether you're wandering aimlessly based on the power of a marketer's toolkit, you're just falling right into the succession that they predicted you would if they get you with the right hook or bait. Like it's incredible what they do. And sometimes it takes people to great places and sometimes it takes away the reason you even came to the internet. Or if you're the one deciding what you do and where you go with intention, that's different and that feels better. And it has a more lasting impact because you're, you're the captain of the ship. So I'm all for the internet, as long as you can find a way to be, stay intentional. There's apps and all kinds of stuff that you can use. Um, but it kind of starts with your own mind saying, I, I'm, I'm in charge here. I'm not, I'm not taking the bait on that. You'll notice that I I use a lot of fishing analogies because I love, I think that half of the lessons in life can be learned just from a stuff that I've learned fishing, and I may do a series on that too. But paying attention uses different parts of the brain. It's nutritious to your mind and soul. It takes practice, but even the practice of paying attention is fulfilling. And if you can get this to be your new habit, life has lasting treasures in store for you. This is not about overthinking and overanalyzing and ruminating on everything around you and in your life. That's not what I mean by paying attention. This is about noticing more. It's about appreciating the details. It's about slowing down and shifting perspective to look at your world with a new set of eyes. It's about discovery, not conquest, trying to complete everything and know everything. It's about finding what's all around you, noticing things that you never saw or that you just got complacent and stopped looking. Being a student of your world and the people and systems around you. It's about looking inward at the multitudes that you contain. Examine your emotions and behaviors like you're a non-biased research scientist. Awareness is what follows that which is the opposite of the sad hypnosis of the world. Go get them. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I do appreciate it. And I'd love it if you'd subscribe so that you never miss another show. We'll see you on the next episode.